0: was the week before the week when Christmas stuff goes crazy Mm -hmm. and all through the house everybody was getting antsy and I don't know how you're coping with it but it's definitely all about to kick off. Uh, This is Honey You're Reading Our Kid. We're going to be talking a little bit about Christmas here. Probably a little bit of a warning if you have little people listening. It's going to be some frank Adult chat this week.
1: Big time. That's a good, that's good job. I mean, we were in a cafe the other morning and beside the till they had a countdown to Christmas and we were like 40 days. What the? What? It's like someone <laughs> slapped me in the face. I and God. I was like, you need to take that away yeah. from the till. Mm. This is the kind of thing
0: Tina does in a restaurant. You, you need to take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a, a total head spinning moment. In fairness, they've been advertising it since September, but then there's always yeah. this moment, isn't yeah. there, where you're like, oh, no. Yeah. And I have so many oh, no Christmas moments uh, where I'm like, oh, no, we've missed the delivery window. Oh, oh no, God. those yeah. things are already sold out. Oh, no, we haven't booked that thing. Now, we yeah. booked something really nice for the the middle period, didn't we? Uh, you, Tina's furrowing her brow. I'm like, I worked <laughs> so hard to get this. This is really, our
1: Christmas party.
0: Our, oh, yeah, there's that. We're doing a, an Irishman abroad podcast Christmas party. Well, are
1: we, though? Because it's only me and you are getting to go marry and so on. There's only it, two, be, two people that work.
0: Yeah, well, they, yeah. yeah. It'd
1: be way more fun if marrying on. It'd be weird if it. they flew in for it.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I'm obviously on the Your Man tour. Just as a side note, if mm. you're interested in coming to see my new stand-up show, Your Man, Uh, There's loads of new dates. I've extended the tour even further. Uh, There's dates now going right into October of next year. So uh, get (laughs) on to Jigser.com forward slash gigs and you'll find we're going to be announcing a huge new date for Dublin in May. But down to business here, Tina, this story that you brought to my attention.
1: Oh, on her.ie. On
0: her.ie. Yeah. Well. This, tell people what this story is before we get to the question.
1: Well, as I was making Mikey's French toast this morning that he decided he didn't want. to. Cooked breakfast
0: out. every day, lads. I mean, what kind of a life is this lost kid living? I this
1: morning because I'm not feeling 100%. And I come down and I'm like really trying to gear myself up to make the French toast. <laughs> And I used these new brioche muffins. I thought it'd be delicious. Oh my God. I used like the
0: best new brioche muffins and they weren't <laughs> good I enough for But I made them for, for
1: you too. Were they gross? Because he was like, they're gross.
0: They tasted amazing. He said I, they, they tasted taste so cooked. nice. He
1: knows the language he used with me. He's like, I'm not sure they're fully cooked. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to give him food poisoning. Yeah, food. Tina
0: has a phobia about things not being cooked. Yeah. They tasted like pancakes. They tasted so nice.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jari. So anyway, I'm a scribe. And is that what you say when you're going through your phone? Scribing. Scrolling. Scrolling. <laughs> Scrolling. Okay,
0: right. You're really not feeling well. Go on.
1: <laughs> and uh, I come across this her.ie article and it's about a mom who has a 25 year old daughter and she's got a seven and a six year old as well. But her 25 year old daughter has her own child and she is uninvited. Her wait,
0: wait, wait. This mom has a 25 year old daughter and a seven and a six year old.
1: Yeah, she obviously had a daughter. Oh, that's
0: amazing. She,
1: yeah. Well, That's
0: amazing for the seven and the six year old. You oh, would think yeah, yeah, yeah. their sister is 25. How much fun would you have with a 25 year old?
1: I'd imagine lots, but she has <laughs> her own kit. And the article is about how she, the mom has actually uninvited her 25 year old from attending Christmas because her un, her 25 year old is raising her three year old in an honest house, she says, where they tell no lies. So, so they don't no believe daddy in no, no daddy and no look. And the 25 year old is refusing to make her kid not tell the other children that. So the older mother has had no choice but to say, well, then you can't be in my house at Christmas. And I don't know who's right and who's wrong. First of all, I feel bad for the kid who's not experiencing the magic.
0: Well, the uninviting, (coughs) right, to start with. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if anyone has ever uninvited somebody or been uninvited. There's so much in that phrase that like. That's it. I'm uninviting you. That is quite childish in and of itself. Yeah. Like, I would expect us to receive a couple of emails each year from people saying, my kid wants to uninvite such and such because of an incident that happened on the playground. Mm-hmm. But for a grown woman to be for like, your mom to I'm uninviting my daughter.
1: Yeah yeah that's crazy you but can't
0: uninvite people you can after if, inviting them
1: you can if they're saying they're gonna tell about christ they're gonna ruin christmas they are gonna ruin christmas but yeah it's a hard one but I mean. here's There's the, no here's going the, back but to here's that. the
0: other thing we obviously lived in england for 10 years we mentioned this a <laughs> <Yeah>. fair bit <laughs> yeah and the uh different cultural communities religious beliefs over mm-hmm. there like so vast and compared to the yeah, and we went to a monochrome uh, version of religion that you find in the country here that over there, there was so many people that just weren't observing Christmas or observing yeah. any of it. And their kids then came in and wanted to not just piss on the parade, but yeah. take a large steaming dump on it and yes. actively ruin it for other kids.
1: And actually what I found watching that, because we actually went to a predominantly Muslim school, that. The children who believed and really doubled down on their beliefs. Mm. It was hard for them not to believe.
0: But you have a great hack for this, for people that are maybe around that period where there are questions being asked. Tina, your advice on this to help maintain the magic. Yeah, tell tell people what it is. Well,
1: it's just, oh, my God, if your kid comes to you (laughs) and says, yeah,
0: People are saying certain things about Christmas.
1: If you keep believing in the magic, the magic still will still happen.
0: Yeah. That magic is about belief. Yeah. That like, if you believe in magic, there is magic. Do you believe in magic? Yeah. That's what you're asking your kid to do. And if you do. want
1: to believe in the magic of Christmas... The, there will then, be magic. Then the magic of There's Christmas magic will continue in the world. to happen. It was actually Fiona Kelly who owns the amazing Montessorian Temple Oak Horizons that I used to teach in. She came up with that. She was the one who used to say that to all the children. Oh, and it was It's lovely. like something...
0: Like you'd expect to see in a Coca-Cola commercial
1: Because really at its essence (laughs) It is why we all still celebrate Christmas I know baby Jesus and all that too And all that too
0: Like (laughs) the birth of like the saviour You're
1: basically saying that when I'm sick I'm just turning to Joanne McNally
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's because you do certain like dismiss out of hand And of course the little matter of the birth of Christ But you know But mainly Santa
1: Yeah, I thought it was beautiful when I heard that, and I thought that's actually great because you're not telling them, you're not saying it they're they're doing anything wrong. You're just saying people are gonna say stuff, and it only matters what you think. And if you believe in it, then it will continue to happen for you. And I was raised in a house like that. Mm. Like I still have Santa. Mm. I'm 42 Mm. this year. Santa still comes every year to me, and that's (laughs) (laughs) fabulous.
0: How many times did you try and run away from home as a kid? Never, never. Mm-mm. I think I did it. I think I packed twice.
1: Really, Oh my God, there's <laughs> nothing theater. I know and my brother did.
0: The second time my parents helped me pack my bag <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's no they did. We've got your bags at the door. <laughs> Maeve, my sister, definitely headed down the driveway. I remember looking out the window, watching no, her take I pushed
1: off. Her to the edge.
0: I have no idea, but she had the bag and was heading off.
1: Oh my god! Because I know this is the, the cutest story about my brother because. They had uh, none of the rest of us were around, so he must have been like two or three. And he had been left in Belly Croy with my nanny and granddad. And my cousin, Mary, had come to take care of him and he was having none of it. And he packed a, two. a tiny little, he had a little, tiny little briefcase for whatever reason. And Mary oh, still laughs about it because he threw a spoon in. He was throwing all his toy or whatever, and he marched down the road. Now, that is a long road. <laughs> like we're talking. It's a few miles along that road. <laughs> like he's only two. two.
0: He's he's basically only unsupported walking and un, for under a year. Yeah,
1: and Mary kind of let him off as far as I know as my parents returned. So at some point along that long road, my parents came down in their car to see their tiny little baby marching down the road with the suitcase. It's the cutest thing ever, but they must have been like... What
0: the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what drove him to it as well yeah, at that what age? Drove him to it. What was he had a terrible place? temper, he was biting well, everyone. I, I know that some of your kids trying to get out of the house is curiosity, ambition, yeah. uh, adventure, the sense of busting out of jail. But my yeah. brother definitely climbed out of his cot, climbed out the window, <laughs> got into a car. <laughs> Let Put put it into neutral. What? And the car started rolling. What age? Oh, Dini's in a cot. And he started shouting help out the window <laughs> as the car is rolling. And one of the guys that was working on the farm at the time had to run after the jeep, get in and oh. put on the brake.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Now, our first question of the day says, Tina and Jareth, I need your help. I'm a 27 year old single mother to a new three year old, a newly three year old. So somebody just a human being who's just turned (laughs) three and has had enough.
1: Which we all know is a real terrible thing. (laughs)
0: Yeah, my toddler has a window in the room and they keep climbing into the window.
1: So it must be one of those kind of bay windows.
0: Oh, I see. I've put a blanket over the window. I've thumbtacked the window curtains so that they will manage to get, but they still will manage to get into the window. They have an absolute meltdown when I take them out of the window space. Any advice on how to stop this? Their fine motor is improving and I'm worried they'll learn how to open the window soon, which is. Terrifying. what i'm talking about Terrifying. so this is about getting onto the windowsill in some ways i'd
1: imagine they just like looking out the window yeah you know they want to just see what's going on outside but like it's the whole peter pan thing isn't it you know actually we got to see peter pan during the week yeah amazing. we'll
0: talk about that later that was amazing that, but that was amazing but yeah how has that got anything to do with this
1: that's how peter pan gets into the house <laughs> <laughs> How many tablets does I take this morning? Here's
0: here's the issue. This mum, the kid, is doing something really dangerous. Yeah, that is dangerous. And she can't get it through to him. You're going to crack your head open if you keep doing that.
1: Well, the child, the the positives here are the child is three, which means he he can be spoken to. He can be reasoned with, yeah. Yeah, well, within reason. He can be reasoned (laughs) with within reason. But she can tell him, my job is to keep you safe. And when you go into the window, that's not safe. So I know you love to look out the window. So when you want to do that, come find me and we'll do it together. Right. But You can't do it on your on own. Your it's own. not safe. She also needs to get herself down to a DIY shop or something and put a lock on that window because that's mm. just that's just an accident ready to happen. Well,
0: Here's the other thing. And this is the part of the email that we don't we yeah. haven't referenced. Is the single mother part of
1: this. Yeah. she probably that feeling very That we've no judged. idea
0: how tricky it is to get everything done.
1: Oh, yeah. I think single moms are unbelievable. Every time you're away, especially when you're li- when yeah, little, when Mike was little. that's what I going to say. I used to be like, oh, my God. How, how, how are, these, are they doing how it? How are these women doing it?
0: Like, so maybe you need to gear the advice. We need to just examine the advice one more time. Mm. That saying to him, well, come and get me. There's going to be loads of time when she's like, now is not a good time.
1: Yeah, but if you know your child's climbing into a window and they're asking, you're going to make time. You're not going to let them go. But
0: but as you know, and I've always said that this was one of my strengths as a father of a toddler was I didn't get tired by repetition. No, you
1: were brilliant. But if Mikey
0: enjoyed taking off our socks and putting back on our socks, Mm -hmm. I would do that until he got bored on and off, on and off, on and off. And that that was. That was what made for fun.
1: That's when egg timers and timers come into play. Right. So we have egg timer in the window. in the window and we put the timer on when the timer's finished. That means window time is finished and off you go. It's all about how you say it and lead it. Does that really work? It works if you are very clear which you're in. Like you need to say it like this. Uh, So they go, I want to look in the window and you go, OK, let's get the timer. When the timer stops, our window time is finished Mm. and that's it. Yeah. And you don't go, and when it stops, you follow through and it. No, nope, the and timer stopped. In, it's over now. And that in we'll conjunction with later.
0: window time is something that we can only do together.
1: Yes, absolutely. that in
0: conjunction with that, it's not safe when exactly. we're not together. No, So we'll do window time uh, with the timer.
1: But you can also imagine that she's 27 years old. She's a single mom. If her neighbors are seeing her kid in the window, they're probably giving out to her about mm. it like it's probably yeah really there's probably another stressful. layer to this they're probably judging her when really we all know how fast toddlers can be and when they know they're not supposed to do something they get a real bullseye out of doing it too
0: you so were really opposed to leaving mikey alone or at your kid alone at any time
1: when they're that small it's not very safe i know it depends on your house and everything yeah. but you really can't leave your kids on their own that much and also i don't know if she it has this available to her but if he has a a monitor in his room you can always move it around to make sure like if you do need mm. some time so that you can keep an eye but i just think being very clear he's three he knows mm. you can also get a stair gate for his room so he can't get into his room without you there
0: is thumbtacking the <clears throat> thing That's i think don't do that big
1: mistake it's the same reason we never had a stair gate or anything i think the minute you make it seem like it's off
0: yeah it becomes more desirable it's more
1: desirable yeah Yeah.
0: you were the same way with sweets as well which is something that's come up loads that i definitely wasn't allowed many sweets it was sunday after mass into Mm. the shop have one bar and that was it for the week Uh, and i became utterly obsessed with Mm. sweets at that point i remember filling my pockets at parties and yeah, stuff. And
1: I had seen those who were kids.
0: Yeah. And you were like, you can have them whenever you want. Uh, but know that this is the dangers of these sweets. Yeah.
1: If uh, you make it unavailable, they become obsessed.
0: And for some bizarre reason, he went through all of his younger years. Yeah. <laughs> not interested in sweets. Like, why would I be interested in those <laughs> He hit 12 yeah. and suddenly. He is, he is obsessed with sweets. He's still sweets. sensible enough. It's so, so funny though. Yeah, it is so funny because he, like before, like he doesn't like sweets. And now he <laughs> it's does. It's
1: twelve. Yeah. He's like,
0: I have got to get to the sweet shop as quick as well. <laughs> yeah. like, it is, it, it's a confounding job. Mm. This job mm-hmm. that we're all doing. It's like, despite your best efforts. Yeah. Things can happen.
1: I mean I know so much and yet I still fucked up royally with the gaming. I made it a Friday Saturday thing and that child counts down his week.
0: To his gaming.
1: And it kills me. No,
0: I would wouldn't blame you entirely, I would blame the gaming companies on that. It is
1: an impossible task. We are losing our kids to these games.
0: Email us about your gaming situation. We probably need to devote a full episode to this, right?
1: We we are strict because we know the dangers of it. But yeah, but we're in the Wild
0: West in terms of this. I think governments are really behind on regulation in terms of games, in terms of overstimulation and what's happening here. Yeah, Uh, honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. Get in touch. Have you got a way that's working for you? I do use the Nintendo timer on my phone. I'm able to disable and have it give him a countdown. Yeah, but this I feel amount like time.
1: able to disable it, too.
0: You feel like that, but that's not the case. OK, uh, <laughs> got a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> the great escape on his Nintendo switch. But like this is, yeah, you know, this is the cover of the paper today. That, oh. uh, you know, they want to make it so that or encouraging people not to give phones as Christmas gifts to kids, yeah. uh, and where so the line is drawn around. Holy
1: bullshit again! Though I hate her campaign. She's campaigning for no phones in primary schools. There are no phones in primary schools. Do something to help us, please. Make it stricter in secondary schools. I feel like there are no f- phones in
0: primary schools.
1: Kids aren't allowed on their phones the way they're allowed on them in secondary school. Like they're strict about it in primary school. You, and you know that for a fact phone.
0: about every primary school in the country.
1: I don't know for a fact about every primary school, but I know that any primary school I do know of does not allow their kids to bring phones. So what the hell is she talking about?
0: Yeah, but it's, but it's also just somebody doing something that gets people going. She's right that she's talking a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's like, well, that isn't actually the specific problem. Yeah, we yeah. know what the specific problem is. We'd love to hear how you're dealing with it. And I hope this answer is some help to this matter. Tina and Jar, I have one for you that I think you're going to struggle with. That's always a challenge when somebody says that at the top My of the email. My heart
1: goes tight. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, Tina, you've no idea how much anxiety Tina has around getting the answers to you guys. There's a bunch of emails that do not make the air. I should yeah, say this, yeah. that loads of people email the show. Honey, you're ruining at gmail.com. And go, please don't put this on the show. And that's totally fine. fine. But also there are ones that say that and then they talk it through and Tina provides an answer. And then they're like, yeah, it's cool if you want to use this on the show. But we love hearing from you. Yeah. And when an email starts with, I think you're going to struggle with this.
1: one," I go, (laughs) Tina goes
0: and I go, hot diggity dog. (laughs) Here we go. My 11 year old is unbelievably rude when we're out in public. I'm not talking eating, I'm not talking table manners. I'm talking when we meet strangers, when we meet my friends, my child embarrasses me through refusing to make eye contact, refusing to talk, refusing to shake hands. This is a very tough one, Tina, because Mm -hmm. I (laughs) think we all see this all the time. So the courage, first of all, to get in touch with this one.
1: Mm.
0: Congrats, because you can be guaranteed there's people listening to this now going, this is my kid, This, this is my kid. Um, And it does relate to things that we've referenced (laughs) earlier in the show Mm -hmm. around them just being by themselves and I guess living through a pandemic.
1: I'm tired of letting
0: kids off the hook on that basis, but it has had an impact. What can I do to encourage my child to be more mannerly? It's not like he's seeing us do it. My husband and I pride ourselves On being polite and mannerly and modelling this behaviour for our kids. But my 11 year old is having none of it. I'd love to hear what you think.
1: Okay, well, I mean, if they're modelling it, that's really hard. Because I was like, the first thing I was going to say was, are you modelling this behaviour? But they say they are. You know, like I'm... A Montessorian, Uh, like, you know, I always feel very lucky that I discovered Montessori and I got to go and learn all about it. And she made so many incredible discoveries that we're all using now in every aspect of education. Like basically anything you think that's cool that's happening in your school. Maria Montessori is responsible for that. And a hundred years ago, she observed it.
0: Does it piss you off that people think that Montessori is just crash?
1: Oh, look, you know. That's just the way it's marketed in Ireland. But, you know, I'm fine around the world. I, yeah. It's
0: understood as a teaching method. Yeah, and when you reference it here, you're referring to the um, element of it. That's about grace and courtesy. Yeah,
1: so that's exactly it. So Maria Montessori realized that, you know, children have the potential to do everything. Of course, the universe is there for them. But you have to show them and tell them. You can't just expect a child to know these things. So there's a whole... You can do Montessori from the age of, like, zero. There's a zero to three, but really it's three to 18. And every single year, there is a module of grace and courtesy within there. Because if you don't teach them manners, how the hell are they going to know it? And this is, like, there's parts of the Montessori day that you're... There's a line in the classroom and you will get all the children to be on the line and you will practice saying excuse me and letting people go by you or sitting down and getting up off your chair and or just waiting your turn. And actually, a lot of Montessori, the approach is about waiting your turn because there's only mm. one piece of equipment God, for every well, child, it's such
0: a big part of life. Isn't yeah. It?
1: And it's beautiful. Wait, and it's all about respect turn. for the environment, respect for each other. And I love it. I love it. I love it. But it If this mom is modeling it, that's great. But what she might not be doing is preparing the child every time they go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And like we do get a lot of compliments on Mikey and his politeness. But what people don't know is that every time we pull up to an event in the car, we go through exactly what is expected of him and we role play. If somebody comes up to you, what do you do? You shake their hand, you say nice to meet you, you ask them a little bit, you ask them about themselves and you, you know, you You give engage, engage. We also make sure he knows that we're going for this amount of time. We'll do this, this, this and then we're out. Because if your child has anxiety, they do need to know where the end is. And yeah,
0: forget anxiety if they're just like, is this the whole day?
1: Yeah, exactly. And this child obviously is not enjoying the social interaction, so they do need to know exactly the rundown of it. So that is the advice I would give this person. I right. would be saying, Prep them. well done for modelling it, but you might be forgetting to prepare them right. exactly what is expected of them, because they don't know. They just don't know what you want. So tell them and just, you know, explain it. Right. We always forget to do that. So I
0: don't even think about it because I'm obviously you're just following your lead on so much of this stuff, but, you know, we're encountering tweens and teens Mm. who are just over it, Yeah. just over it, like I have a friend whose kid is, uh, I'm not sure what age is turning, but the kid is actively like, I don't want anyone near me on my birthday. And this kid was saying, like, I'm not going to reveal these people's names, but they were going, we think he's going to be difficult at Christmas. Kind of telling me, yeah, we're probably not going to be able to meet up because our kid is not into being around people. And what do you do there? Well,
1: there's a confusion at the moment because there's so much respect for the consent for the child in interactions, social interactions. And of course, you should not expect your child to have to hug or kiss people, but that's you can't allow your child completely to be off the hook. There is a grace and courtesy to how we interact as human beings, mm. and there is an etiquette, and you need to allow your child opportunities to practice that. Mm. You cannot let them off the hook with just being rude. You have to push them through it. Grant, you you don't want your child hugging someone, of course that They need to consent to. But everyday, what's the word? Deities? Is that a word? Niceties. Niceties. (laughs) Deities Deities are
0: like gods.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Everyday niceties. Come on. You need to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, right. But like that said, it's. it's a struggle for these people. Like I can see it all over them.
1: Mm. Well, they're that, mortified by their kid.
0: But they're—they were like their kid is like weaponizing some of the kind of mental health speak that's going around. Oh, this kid, you know, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I can't really push back when he's saying, I have social anxiety.
1: Oh, yeah, well, I've noticed that with all kids, all children are very clever and they know the keywords that trigger and worry the parents. Yeah. yeah,
0: but like I, I was saying to them that when doing what I do as a comic, no one assumes I have social anxiety, mm. nobody thinks. Yeah, maybe Jar is anxious, but I only came to terms with this. Mm-hmm in recent years, that uh, how tense I was getting about meeting people after the show, Mm. meeting people before the show and
1: people, you know, being at the show. people
0: I know being at the show, uh, I think you get really good at burying it in that job. And I I was saying to them that it's worth normalising The social anxiety that everybody feels.
1: Well, I do think it's an everybody feeling. Yes, but
0: this is but this is also just like nobody wants to walk into a pub alone. Mm. And nobody really wants to meet brand new people and have to introduce themselves. There's very few people that are enjoying that experience. Mm. But we know that it's a, a skill that we've got to have just as driving.
1: Yeah, like and I'm I'm a very social person, but since the pandemic, I ha- I know that I have social anxiety. I get really tense and panicked before we do anything. But then I know to push through it because I actually enjoy being What's around people. What's on the other people. side? Yeah. I love it. It gives me energy to be around people. So then I'm happy and I'm like, yeah, I got through, but it still doesn't change. I still have that knot in my tummy that I still have the it, like, you get very flushed. I get very, very flushed. I'm like, totally panicking. <laughs> um, well, here's
0: one thing I, w- I wanted to say that they, maybe this, these people suggest to the kid that mm. like,
1: uh,
0: essentially, when they're like, mm. I don't want to meet these people, you know, mm. I, don't, I don't have to say hello. You're just thinking about you.
1: Yeah. You know, that's ego. a hard one
0: to put across yeah. without being hurtful to your kid. Like, get out of your own head.
1: But it is something we need to arm our kids with because we really have to be careful of allowing them to be in their own head too much because that's more dangerous. Mm. Like, don't listen to everything your brain is saying because
0: you're no, not your thoughts. You're
1: not your thoughts. Yeah.
0: But also, uh, you know, if you just to finish this off, like, I think you've given really good advice here around the modeling and the prepping. The prepping, the prepping is, is like if they're I'd already never modeling, prepping until yeah, yeah,
1: we prep Mikey every single every time. Every
0: single time. And you know what? It's very calming.
1: Yeah, and I it is my, very common. Every time I was in the classroom, I prep my kids. I never had an issue bringing them out because I'd already told already them exactly told them. what was And one of the of things
0: I tell Mikey when we're about to go somewhere is um, if there's something you're uncomfortable with, mm. you come back to me.
1: And that is actually brilliant because your kids should always know they can do that. Yeah. You don't have to, that's what to I mean, make about these the calls on your own consent and stuff is that, mm. of course, your kids should feel like they can come to you. But there's they can't just opt out of social interaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work for them.
0: Yeah. Um, God, it's it's going to be it's going to be a battleground, isn't yeah. it, for years to come? Because you've got the blind leading the blind. Yeah. That everyone is kind of building their own castle at the moment and putting a moat around it. And I thought of this the other day when I was out uh, this thing of surround yourself with people who are in your corner. <laughs> and if you can't find those people, do you just stay in your corner? I don't know. It, yeah. and, <laughs> and also, are you just describing people who Aren't your family?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're funny.
0: Just not my brothers and sisters who are actively out for my demise. I'm yeah. not saying that's my brothers and sisters. We saw that yesterday. It's very Would funny.
1: You? We at this incredible JJA match, and afterwards, all the older siblings were not happy. Oh,
0: got it! Like, that they've the, won.
1: That they've won. They were like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to this now God, forever." Yeah,
0: but oh, <laughs> we've all done it. Yeah, uh, we have, Yeah, yeah look, best of luck to these parents. We've got yeah. one more question. Before we head over to the juicy stuff on Patreon. So we've talked about turn taking, being Mm -hmm. part of having siblings. And we've all struggled with that. It's my turn. No, it's not your turn. You've had your turn. Mom, this turn is going on too long. I mean, jealousy is so part of uh, having brothers and sisters. Like, I personally was never jealous of my brothers and sisters, but I know they were jealous
1: of me. (laughs) Insistently. I
0: mean, that is tough, though, when one sibling is better looking than the others. That's that's really hard. Like, I, I can't imagine what that was like for them to have somebody this handsome (laughs) Handsome (laughs) in their family. Uh, let's get to it, because that's what this question relates to. Tina and Jar, I love your show, but I need your help. So my eight year old is showing signs of aggression. Mm. It doesn't happen often. It reminds me of my younger brother, but he'd tantrum violently daily. And it's a trigger for me. Last night, my son wanted to draw. He tried to trace a pic of a cartoon that was on his tablet. But obviously the screen would move. I tried to download apps to keep the screen still. But because I was taking too long, he said, never mind. And asked me to draw it freehand. Tina's nightmare. Oh, my God. (laughs) Mommy, can you draw it? Mm, No, I can barely (laughs) sign my own name. (laughs) (laughs) I can't draw, but I tried to help and it got upset. But he got upset because it didn't look like the picture. So he crumpled it up and I started again. Same thing. Two more times. This two-year-old brother was standing over us, watching and leaning on his brother. My son slapped him twice and shoved him. My two-year-old absolutely loves his big brother, but was so broken hearted. I spoke to my son, sent him to his room where he screamed and started to hit the wall, yelling that he hates his brother. When he settled, I talked to him more calmly about uh, about it, but he projected saying his brother is making his day worse and he hates him. My baby did nothing so I just figured he was tired and had him go to bed 15 minutes early. It happens twice a month at least but he gets so angry that he shakes. I'm thinking does he need some therapy but maybe it can be solved differently. My hubby now uh, has two evenings off a week. So I'm thinking I spend time with my eldest alone while my hubby watches the baby. We will be bummed because we don't see each other often. But I'm going to talk with him about the situation because my eldest and I don't spend much one on one time together with him as I'd like. He is school to 3.30, comes home and has a snack and it takes us 20 minutes to get him ready. For practice with his football gear, practices 4.30 to 6.30, comes on. How are people doing this stuff? Shower, 6.30 to 7.15. Go do some homework, 7.15, 7.30. Jesus he's doing well and getting out in 15 minutes homework. Play, unwind, bed, eight. I
1: know.
0: How, how why are we doing this? Why did we? any of us have kids? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about extending his bedtime to 8.30. That's not a bad idea right away. So I get a full hour for just us. And we can draw, read, play a board game, Lego or whatever. If my hubby doesn't work Saturday morning, maybe take my eldest to breakfast, just him. Uh, What do you guys think I'd love to get your take?
1: Well, I think this mom is very in tune with her kid. But the thing I feel like she's missing here is that, uh, yes, she's aware of temper tantrums and stuff because she grew up with a brother who would explode. But what I actually think her little guy is doing, he has an anger issue, but he's he's controlling it a lot. And then it bubbles over into absolute, complete frustration. And the reason he's shaking and getting so angry is because he is actually managing to keep these feelings at bay all these other occasions, and then he will just explode.
0: This sounds very like my own situation with you. (laughs) (laughs) Just burying (laughs) the absolute frustration with you and then I will explode in the car when I'm alone. No,
1: but this is serious. I mean, I'm not
0: messing. I think this is amazing what you're saying because it makes so much sense.
1: Yeah. And also this, it's
0: only twice a month.
1: It's only twice a month. And this little guy is showing a very high level of social intelligence like that. He's managing his yeah. emotions, but it's not Healthy he's for swallowing him. it so he's, often. Yeah, he's trying, he's aware, he's unconsciously probably aware that he gets a very annoyed a lot, but he is trying his best not to explode, and then he does. Now, look, this mummy's amazing. She's already making plans to carve out time with him and stuff, mm. which is always what I say will help. Yeah, but she's kind of it preempted it you there. Yeah, is it doable? And
0: she's wor- and that all of that at last yeah. part of the email is her working out. Yeah, working out how, how can I? Can,
1: which is just incredible. But what I feel the most important thing that needs to be done here is Work on emotions, work right. on feelings, start talking colour about monsters. Anyone? He's a bit too old for the color monster. He's what age eight. Is he? He's eight, right. Color like, monsters
0: for like, this is a book six, that Tina recommends all I'd the time. I'd
1: say um, one to six year olds. Oh, we have to do our that. book episode. Yeah, oh crap, that's what yeah, we're supposed to do. That's what this we're meant week. to do this week.
0: Sorry about that. Do that <laughs> next week. Well, you know, be good for Christmas, Christmas Shit. stocking. Yeah, oh my let's do it. Let's I'm do it so next sorry. week.
1: And we've had loads of recommendations. Oh, have we? Okay, right. Next week. Uh, At least the listeners know we are as all over the place. As fraught as you guys. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. um, So if she's having difficulty carving out the time. Yeah. But either way, she needs to start with him being more at home with his emotions and being able to handle them better. Yeah.
1: But the most important thing I'll say in this one is when he does flip out and the volcano erupts, do not punish him the way she's doing, like sending him to his room. What she actually needs to remember now is that this child is coping, 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 eruption. So in those moments, she needs to say to him, you've gotten really frustrated. Mm. It's all become too much. I'm so sorry that this became so frustrating for you. That could defuse everything immediately. Mm. He's going to feel heard and seen. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me what happened to make you feel this angry. Now, if he mentions the little brother, ignore that because you don't <laughs> want to feed that dialogue yeah. at all. Do not yeah, entertain and that. That's dialogue. tricky. Do not entertain that. And if anything, at other parts of the day, just mention to him how much your brother loves you, how much he looks up to you, he thinks you're amazing. Feed that dialogue, but ignore all this baloney about I hate my brother. Don't give that anything. And if that doesn't work and he doesn't calm down, then it's time to send him up to his room. But with something to do, that's when the think sheets or a reflection sheet comes into play, where you will get out an A4 piece of paper and you will write what happened to make you feel so angry? What are you feeling right now? What do you think you could do next time to stop the eruption or whatever questions you feel suit your situation? Give him time to do that and then read it out together at the end. Thank him for sharing his feelings with you. I mean, it's really important we get this kid to a healthier space and how he's coping because it could become way worse, Mm. way worse. I mean, he's eight now. Teenage years could be really hard if she doesn't get on top of this.
0: Well, next week, as I said, Book show. We're going to do a book I show. I know. I We're can't gonna,
1: believe that. All week we've been prepping it. Yeah. It just shows how tired we well, are it. it.
0: has been it's been a wild time. Uh, yeah. But Honey, You're Our Kid will be back next week with the book show. So if you okay, have I'm a gonna book gonna recommendation, it it's going to be in the diary. It'll go, It'll happen next week. Yeah. The Honey, You're Our Kid book show. Book recommendations for every age group and every situation. Uh, Tina has obviously got a shelf of books here behind us mm. that, you know, would be the envy of any uh, teacher or even a parent. So we're going to root through the ones that have helped and impacted kids and families the best over Mm. the years. But there's more. There's always more over on patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad. Come and join us if you haven't had enough or if you'd like to support the show. That's how we make it. It's through the support of our patrons over there. Patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad for the XL episode every single week. More chat, more crack, including this. I never understand why it's like happy birthday to the kid. And there isn't something for the mop. Like I think birthdays should come in tandem with you giving a gift to your mom and going, you brought me into the world.
1: Okay, but Darlit, you do realise you, you're making my life very difficult because people think, like, Darlit is really kind to me. Don't. You are, much. though. And yesterday, even, yesterday, you're at this G.A. Don't. And we go to no. a party. A mom Don't. a mom comes up to me and she says, "Um,
0: We'll see you then. See you next week. Tina, thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Darlene. I love you.